0: hello welcome I'm Andy Shepherd and these are my uh, fighting thoughts it's been a little while since we've done one of these uh, and I'll I'll tell you why I've had a kid Uh, my little son Nova was born three and a bit weeks ago so the last last few weeks last few months I'll be honest with you been been pretty hectic getting ready for that Um, but it's uh, it's a big fight weekend this weekend Uh, probably the, the last big one of the year. So why not jump back into it and uh, let you know my fighting thoughts. And again, love to hear what your thoughts are on this weekend's fights. Uh, Jump on, follow me at Andy Shep on Instagram Twitter. let me know what you think. Uh, What are we going to talk about today? Well, I will tell you. Uh, Of course, we've got Chisora Parker coming up. We've got Jake Paul versus Tyrone Woodley. Uh, Bellator just announced a big event for next year, UFC to talk about. And of course, I'll take you through my thoughts on this week's NXT UK. So, let's start off with, it might not be the biggest fight in terms of uh, where these athletes stand in the world of boxing, but in terms of entertainment, probably the biggest fight of the weekend, Jake Paul versus Tyrone Woodley. Uh, Tyrone Woodley coming in here for the rematch, Tommy Fury was supposed to be fighting Jake Paul, had to pull out from uh, chest infection and some broken ribs. Tyrone Woodley coming in on under two weeks notice of this rematch. It feels like, as Jake's fights go on, it feels like the critics that were there at the start are gradually becoming less and less vocal. I've been very vocal on what I think about Jake Paul. Um, Do I think he's the best boxer in the world? No. Do I think he's one of the most entertaining boxers? Or, well, combat sport athletes in the world? Yeah. The guy's a master uh, at getting people intrigued in his fights, people are tuning in. he spoke recently about saying he could be as big as Muhammad Ali big words um got a lot of people talking about him which is exactly what he wants is he gonna be the in-ring athlete that Ali was probably not is he gonna change the sport like Ali did probably not but what he is doing he's bringing a lot of eyes to the sport and I think there's a lot of fighters out there well-seasoned fighters who could take a big page out of Jake Paul's book he's a promotional machine he gets people talking about his fights and that we know that he's come in uh, into boxing with a huge, huge following already and that makes up a lot of this. But the way he's played the game, the way he's stoked the fires, the way he's promoted his fights, promoted himself, promoted his opponents, um, is second to none. to world class. When you compare him to someone like Ali, that's to me where the equivalent is. Ali uh, picked up on the likes of Gorgeous George from Pro Wrestling and... George was a, a flamboyant competitor, very unique for his time. A lot of people didn't like Gorgeous George and they, they came to see him, they paid money to see him try and get beaten up. Ali saw that, Ali saw the, um, how provocative Gorgeous George was and, and he said he's used a lot of those methods in self-promotion. And then you fast forward through combat sports, people like Conor McGregor, Floyd Mayweather, they've all used the same the same game plan to get people to tune in. Floyd Mayweather famously said, he doesn't care people tune in to see him get beat up or to see him win. It doesn't matter as long as he gets their money. In fact, he is the asshole a lot of the time in the build up to a fight because he, people want to see him get beaten up and therefore they are pay money. Jake Paul, doing the same kind of thing, whether well, you love him or hate him. I don't know Jake Paul, never met him, but I've heard good things about him from people who have. And What he's doing behind the scenes in terms of giving back, um, in terms of charities, and also in terms of helping fighters with their pay giving them a, a platform, i got to tip my hat to him. Um, and I think if people watch these fights, watch Jake Paul's fights, and, and know that it's entertainment, then you can't go wrong. Is this the best example of boxing this weekend? Absolutely not. Is it an intriguing fight? Yeah. Is this fight, is this rematch with Woodley as intriguing as the fight with Tommy? It's a higher profile fight because Tyrone is the bigger athlete compared to tommy fury um tommy to me was going to be jake's first opponent that was a kind of opponent he should be facing if he wanted to prove himself as a boxer thus far he's faced opponents that look great on paper but when you drill down into them they were smaller than jake they hadn't got the striking ability tyrone was intriguing don't get me wrong because tyrone was known for throwing bombs during his UFC career. But he didn't unleash in that first fight. Um, some people say that he was scared of making a mistake and getting knocked out by Jake Paul. Will he make the adjustments this time? If you're Tyron Woodley, you've just got to, got to throw down this time, you've got to throw the punches, which is what he didn't do in the first fight. He's got to be less careful. Could he knock Jake Paul out? Absolutely, if he lands, yeah, he could floor Jake Paul. But by doing that, he's leaving himself much more open to Jake Paul being able to connect and be able to spark him. Could it be the night that Tyrone Woodley gets knocked out by a YouTuber? If so, that's a big night. Who's got more to lose in this fight? It's a tricky one. Tyrone's already got a loss to Jake. He reckons he won. A lot of people who saw that fight said no, Jake got it. So Tyrone's already lost. Jake wants to continue steamrolling and putting on these fights. (sighs) Perhaps it's Jake with more to lose this time. If Jake gets beaten, where does he go? Or is there any shame in getting knocked out by a former UFC champion? Or getting beaten on points by a former UFC champion? We'll have to see. I feel like win or lose, Jake Paul probably will continue. Unless he gets absolutely embarrassed, which I don't think he will. I feel like the, the hype machine behind Jake Paul and how smart he is there's always a way to march forward. Going back to the, the Tommy Fury um, point, Tommy was, or is, a competitor similar size to Jake, um, similar experience, although Tommy's been trading a lot longer than Jake, and of course comes from the lim- lineage, his brother uh, Tyson Fury. So on paper, that was a decent fight. Look, is Tommy Fury uh, the, the global name that Tyrone Woodley is? No. No, he's not. But he is an opponent that I was intrigued to see how Jake would find it. That fight, a lot to lose for Tommy Fury. Tommy went into Love Island and he was called a boxer. He was trained to be a boxer. He's had boxing fights. That was a career he was pursuing. So for him to lose to Jake Paul, where does his boxing career go from there? Look, Are Tommy's reasons for pulling out are they legitimate? I don't know. Only him and his team know. I wouldn't doubt them. But you can also see a reason why, if Tommy wasn't feeling completely ready for this contest, a reason why he wouldn't do it, why he wouldn't take the fight, why he would try and postpone. If you're Tommy Fury, you do not want to get embarrassed by someone like Jake Paul. Although saying that, Jake Paul, for the amount of experience he's got um, in combat sports as a boxer, man, he's, he's doing well. You know, he's showing skills for someone who's only been training for three years. He's he shown he, he can compete. You don't step in there with someone like Tyrone Woodley, a UFC champion, and hold your own like that and, and beat him if you've not so got some kind of skill. And something that's impressed me even more than the way that Jake Paul is, you know, learning the, the fundamentals of the sport is how he handles those big situations. You can be as good as you like in the gym when you're training. When the lights come on, when that pressure is on you, man, that's a whole different game. And that is what's impressed me about, about Jake, how he's handling these big moments, these big crowds. the a lot of pressure. Remember, he's the, he's the headliner here. He's the one everyone's coming to see. He's driving these promotions. There's someone who's so inexperienced in sport, that's huge. So um, yeah, that's probably the biggest fight of the weekend in terms of around the world, Jake Paul versus Tyrone Woodley. Who's gonna win? Oh man, it's. I'm probably not as excited for this one as I was for the Tommy one. For as I just said, I think the Tommy one was a, was a more intriguing fight to see where someone like Jake Paul is. Tyrone, you think he's gonna have to come forward a lot harder than he was, have to be a far less cautious. Um, so it could be a, a far more spectacular fight than the first fight. Also Tyrone's coming in on less than two weeks notice on this. What kind of shape was he in? Was he training? Um, was he preparing for this kind of fight? Regardless of what him and his team say, we don't know. So that's an intriguing fight. Um, that is this Saturday night, uh, Sunday morning here in the UK. Uh, a fight that is happening, though, on Saturday night here in the UK. Derek Chazora versus Joseph Parker. Another rematch here. Um, Parker said that if he doesn't get the win, that he would have to reassess where his career's at. Um, he says that if he can't get past Derek Chazora where do his title aspirations sit? Could be a fair point there. Um, where do you go if you can't beat Derek Chisori? At this point in Joseph Parker's career, he's on, what's he on now? He's on a pretty good win streak here. Uh, of course, his last fight was beating Derek. Um, last loss was to Dillian White back in 2018. Since then, he's done pretty well. Um, But this is an opportunity for him to climb back into championship contention, at least into that championship picture. Flip around to Derek. Um, Again, this is a chance for him to elevate himself and put himself back in the mix. A win here for either of these guys. And you can start talking about where do they fit into that title contention. And we all know in boxing there's a lot of politics. Um, There's a lot more that goes on than just who's beating who as to who gets the title opportunities. But what we do know about Delboy is that regardless of what happens here, Tyson has put him on his list. Tyson Fury said he would love his last fight to be against Delboy. So that fight, you gotta think regardless of what happens this Saturday, is still in his future. But you gotta think you gotta think that you'd love for Delboy to challenge once again for a heavyweight title on his own merits to, to earn his way there. So, intriguing fight this weekend, uh, Delboy versus Joseph Parker. Announced earlier this week, Bellator will be returning to Dublin um, in February next year, February 25th. Uh, great card already shaping up there, um, top of the card. You have got Gegard Mousasi versus Austin Vanderfort. Vanderfort with a great win over um, Fabian Edwards last time out, um, but a, a contest I'm looking forward to, uh, really just got announced a couple of days ago, is Gagard Mou- Moussa, is uh, Kane Musa versus Peter Queely. Uh, now, I was down at London for uh, the Bellator London show earlier this year, and the entire SSE arena in Wembley was chanting Kane Moussa's name. Um, a spectacular fight. someone who always comes forward. Didn't get the win that time, but he's the kind of athlete that shows you'll get opportunities win or lose because of how you fight and he's got this great opportunity against someone who um in bellator's last dublin show really put on a pedestal in peter quilly another guy who the fans really support that that for me will be the people's main event that for me is the one to get excited about also it's not been announced It's not been announced, but from what she's put out on Twitter, it sounds like the curse Liam McCourt may well be on that show. Um, Liam McCourt, she is ranked... I think she's ranked fourth now. Fourth now in the featherweight rankings. Ninth pound for pound. Liam McCourt, a real uh, star for Bellator. Um, So that Dublin card's shaping up very nicely. Great way to start the year over here. Um, UFC notes. UFC notes. Uh, It's been kind of rumoured the last couple of days that... Dustin Poirier may well be facing Nate Diaz, Uh, had a little interaction on Twitter. um, And the only thing that Dustin says is going to get him excited right now after his recent loss is a fight against Nate. And Nate responded saying, hey, let's go. I'm ready right now. Uh, It sounds like that contest is in the works for January. So two strong stars to the year from uh, Bellator and the UFC. Uh, What I like about Bellator at the moment, and they've done this for the last few years, is the quality of card they bring over here in Europe. We know how strong their, their base is over here, how strong their fan base is, and the fighters they've got. Um, really, really solid cards, so I'm going to be interested to see what the UFC bring um, come March. That card is um, looking like it's going to happen in London. But regardless, some great fights from both Bellator and UFC. Um, okay, i are going to round up now with NXT UK uh, that went out last night. Um, Akid versus Nathan Fraser in that main event, uh, find the number one contender for the Heritage Cup. And I, I called that match with Nigel McGuinness, and those are two athletes which really are um, a shining light of what NXT UK is all about. I was listening to Pete Dunn on After the Bell uh, with Vic Joseph and Corey Graves recently, and he shouted out Akid as a competitor who has come on in leaps and bounds since Dunn faced him um, several years ago on the, on the Indies. That um, he's a different competitor, um, a different person, very much more confident. Um, and he's, since we've returned after the pandemic, Akid has really flown the flag for this brand. We saw him win the, the Heritage Cup tournament, what he did with that. Um, and then Nathan Fraser, who's come onto the brand relatively recently, man, what that guy can do. Um, again, only a few years into his career, is something pretty special, so that clash we saw last night, um, those two guys going out, and the pace, the pace those guys go at, um, that to me is what NXT UK is all about. If you've not seen it, check it out, on, it's on BT Sport uh, Friday Night, it's on the WWE Network, if you're watching this in the States it's on Peacock, those two really epitomise what it's all about. Like, they make me excited, they make me excited for what NXT UK is. Um, and you know, when you see where superstars who started on that brand have gone, the likes of Rhea Ripley, Tony Storm, Grizzled Young Veterans, um, Dewdrop doing her thing now, um, it really shows the, the caliber of, of athlete that that brand has. So, you know, I'm excited for 2022 for both, for everyone on that brand, really. But A Kid and Nathan Fraser, the two uh, main eventers from last night, wow, what a contest. Go out your way to see that one. We're going to do more of these next year. We're gonna do more of these fighting thoughts. It's nice to connect with you guys, it's nice to give what I think about some of the, the fights coming up. We're gonna drill down a bit deeper into summer new year. I've also got some um some very special conversations um coming in twenty twenty two as well. So for now, enjoy the fights this weekend, uh and I will see you all in twenty twenty two. As will this guy.